You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. What are you saying? You good, yeah? yeah I'm good. Can you hear me good? Yeah, can you well? Can you hear me? Huh? Can yeah, you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Perfect. As I said, I had to take a little mental break, man. I had to feed my focus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good though, man. You gotta enter that silence sometimes. You feel me? Especially when your mind is crowded with information and all of the different things that you're doing. Do you know what I mean? What what do you what do you like to do when you want to just like feed your focus for? Meditate, bro. Honestly, I meditate. Mm. I, there's, there's multiple things I do in it. So one of them is meditating. Sometimes I just I just like sit down in like a park or something and journal. I haven't done it in a while though because obviously it's a bit cold at the moment. Mm-hmm. But right, that's an excuse. I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah. Tuesday is an excuse. Tuesday is an excuse. But like usually I'll have like a routine where it's like. I will go to the park outside behind my house. I'll do a workout. For example, I'll do my pull-ups, push-ups, dips. And then afterwards, I'll read a book and then do some meditation and journaling whilst inside of the park. Mm -hmm. And then that way I can kind of regather myself. Mm. And then that kind of primes me for the rest of the day to just stay focused and stay in the moment. Because when you don't, it's kind of like you have all these different things coming inside your mind and then you just get clouded. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're probably feeling like that right now with all of the, the stuff that you're up to nowadays. Mm-hmm. Look at that, fam. I'm just this post here. Look, it says the most expensive in, in expensive influence on Instagram. Man says, um, Chris Jenner Ronaldo gets paid 1.6 million dollars for one post, fam. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. Social social currency. That's what someone said, fam. Bro, that's mm. real. You know? That's it's some, real. Mm, it's real shit, like. Like people love talking about like negative in social media, this, that, and the other. But flipping social currency is a real thing, man. No, it's proper. It's, it's it's interesting as well because when you think about it, um, when you step into that role of being a famous person, you're almost like a leader. That's mm. what they call the influencer. You're influencing people. That's what leadership is, mm-hmm. and that's the highest profession in the world, the highest paid profession in the world. Mm. So, so when you so when you become a, a leader that's when you start getting paid and that's when you start seeing the dividends that's when you become a person of value because if you think about it, every single business needs a leader and needs somebody who's going to lead the business into prosperity and then if they got something that they're selling they need somebody who's able to push that and lead that do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and if there's a if there's a public figure who is uh, seen in, seen as a leader in the eyes of the public, people's attention is going to be towards them, and not only that, but people also buy into that person. So naturally, the businesses will start selling through selling the products through that person because people have already bought into that person. Mm-hmm. And when you buy into somebody, people buy anything that that person is selling. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We was even remember what we was even talking about on Instagram about, and I'm just yeah emphasizing that leadership point. What we were talking about on Instagram about 
just me just encouraging each other just to stick this just to be consistent on these podcasts because yeah like we're looking at what what, what did you send me again um i believe spotify wait let me quickly find it it's something to do with spotify they're looking for basically podcasts that are like yeah they're looking for the next joe rogan type thing so they're basically gonna be putting money towards finding that person and making sure that they can get more exclusives onto the, their platform and remember what I was telling you, I said it at the beginning, like, I'm, you know, these podcasts that I'm doing, I'm cutting out all the noise. I'm very tunnel vision because a lot of people are asking me stuff like, you know, this is going to be very personal because this is a conversation, but like, really truly, like, I wouldn't even put it, <laughs> I'm already feeling like, hold on, why am I talking like this? Like, I'm like, having a phone call. But certain stuff, like, even that with the DMs, like, I don't like talking about what I talk about with my friends in the DMs. I can't lie on the public, but you know what? Yeah. I don't really care. Here we are, I don't care. Let's be. I've said that. I've said that. I'm gonna be more transparent. Transparent. You gotta be more transparent, man. Hold on, my sister. Just what's up? Um, what's it? Yeah, you just gotta be more transparent. I was just saying that. I told you already. I just said like, yo, we gotta stay consistent. Cause like right now, yeah, cool. Like uh, the reason why I said I'm tunnel vision is because people are t- people are telling me like, oh, when are you gonna do a video? When are you gonna do face to face? And like, mm. yo, I'm honest with you. I don't care right now because these calls are just so much easier for me. Even you were telling me, you were like, oh, yo, you got it easy. Mm. You got it easy. You're just doing the, the interview to me. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I'm on. I've got my algorithm. I've got my number. Mm. Oh, you're also finding it easy as well. I think you you, you, you eventually need to. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's just business. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think you, you're probably finding it easier as well, just doing them by yourself. And I think you might have like found your kind of routine or forte. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Mm. But it just looked like mm. you just seem much more comfortable compared to your first podcast. Oh my days. Compared mm. to now, yeah. You speak, <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, you know that first podcast you did was yeah. so fucking raw, fam. You were like, I can tell, yeah, you were just like, yo, fuck this, man. I'm doing this podcast <laughs> now. I don't do that. Fuck. I know it. Because you were like, and you were just outside, bro. You can hear the wind. So fucking raw. I love it, man. I love that fucking shit. That's it. That, that's the type of that's the type of shit where you're just like, yo, no excuses. Like you see me, you know, everyone knows me. I'm a no excuses person. So that one mm. was raw, just like yo, like fuck this. The microphone quality is shit. I'm outside, but I don't give a people. You even said people are looking at me, but I don't give a fuck like yo ow, yeah. <laughs> like that gets me going yo trust me you, you know you know a lot of things don't motivate me but shit like that will motivate me fam people are just like yeah. oh, fuck? even one brother was here was talking about um was talking about was talking about even now man me yeah i'm a raw person like people like to get onto me oh, oh the background noise i can hear your dog bro i don't care it's raw bro yeah you hear me your dog's there and what bro if you don't like it go listen to something else we're not here for you this is just two literally having a conversation bro if you don't like the dog in the background fuck off we don't have a studio we don't have five people you know other people's but joe rogan's got like a whole fucking team you know what i mean team yeah people, like and people another thing oh man i could talk we could talk all day another thing i don't like hopefully keep track of the topics because another thing i don't like is when people and sorry i'm talking too much as well another thing i don't like is when people what's it called it they, they expect you to be on this they, they compare you to joe rogan fan they were comparing yeah. straight away to these people all oh, your sound quality your microphone da, 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 da. and you know what yeah for somebody who's not a strong willed person like me and you yeah that can stop a lot of people do you know and and mm. that's what 
I know you emphasize it a lot. Stop listening to other people's opinions because exactly. that will stop you. Again, for people like me and you who are very strong-minded, we, we already know what we're on and we're like, yo, we're going to do this regardless. Um, we're cool. But for other people, they might not be on that. And they're listening to other people's opinions. Someone goes, oh, your microphone quality is shit. And it's like, bro, who cares? Who no, no, cares? cares? Have you listened to... Go on, Tony. Go on. You know what, yeah, for everyone who's listening to this, yeah, if you haven't, I have a, po- if you didn't know, I have a podcast called School of Higher Thought. Yeah, Listen yeah. to the first episode, you'll ex- you understand exactly what Black Bezos is this, talking about this, right isn't now. Isn't this going on your podcast too, when we do the 2 Yeah, we're going to, this is going to go on both of the podcasts, but for yeah, the yeah. people who's on your side of it, oh, come yeah, yeah, to yeah, mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously if you're from my side of it, listen to Black Bezos Daily as well, he's got tons of content that's there, um, mainly about finance, and obviously you can explain the rest, but it's, it speaks for itself as it is. Like, as you were saying, you don't have to have the perfect setup. You really don't. If you want to get started with something, just get started. There's no reason for you to have an excuse. You have enough tools as it is. Most of the time, we try to perfect things. And through our perfections, we just procrastinate. It's just an excuse. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's why I did that episode that way, because I knew that it would set the tone for the rest of everything else I produced afterwards. Because most people, like, they come through the podcast, they want everything to be perfect. Even I was doing that. I was supposed to start a podcast, like, last year. But I was like, no, I want everything to be perfect. I want to get my beast, uh, my PC built. Uh, and the thing is, I did all of that, but I still didn't execute. So I was thinking, like, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to start right now. I was on my way home from... from Talk to MMA me. I want to know. Talk to me. Tell me the background. I want to know everything. So, so literally, so I was on my way home from MMA. And um, I was training for MMA because if you guys didn't know, I was I was training for a fight that I had on the 19th of December. Um, on the way home, I was thinking, like, what am I actually waiting for? So I was like, you know what? I've got the app Anchor. Let me take it out real quick. What, 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 Let me what, just what, record what, the episode. What, what, what? So you just walking? Did you have music on? Were you just nah, going nah. What were you thinking about? Acapella. Mm. Acapella. I just... I, I think it was, I was thinking, I was reflecting about what I was going through as well. Do you know what I mean? Because I know that through my transparency, that shows strength. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So because I'm being, I'm able to be transparent with other people and show them the, the, the pitfalls that I'm going through, the, the struggles that I'm going through, it will encourage other people when I'm saying, yo, I'm going through this, but this is how I will overcome this. Or I might not even tell them I'm going to overcome it. I will just do it. And then when I do, they'll be like, "Raw, how did you get through that? Then I'll tell them how, and that way they can do it themselves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my method of doing things. I like to just, I like to be the the, the experimental animal, the, the lab rat. Do you know what I'm saying? And then once I see what works for me, I pass it on to other people. Mm-hmm. And through as I was walking in the street, I was thinking, you know what? I'm procrastinating. Let me talk about procrastination. But also, let me also defeat the procrastination by talking about the, the procrastination as my first episode to set the tone. So now people know that I'm being serious about this now. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I, had, I had tons of people messaging me afterwards saying that they started their, their first business as, as soon as they listened to the episode. Like they started, draw, they started going See back, what back I'm saying? the room. They, they went to the drawing board. Yeah. They, they started to plan. Yeah. This. I had guys telling me that they started Patreons. I had people telling me that they're, they're, they're executing the the ideas that they had from the time ago that they just like completely forgot about and now they're coming back to it and now they've all started it and that's what I kind of wanted with that episode do you know what I mean I wanted to influence people to make actions through influencing their thought process do you know what I'm saying 
Fam, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you ask me, yo, what's Zach's best episode? It was the first one. However, <laughs> what which one it was the look, bro? Oh my days. How can man say the brother was outside? You heard the wind, you heard the use with your airpods, shit microphone quality, outside, unprepared, <laughs> unplanned. Shit, man. Shit. That that shit there, man. Nah, that, that's the one that you like, you like. What what you did there? Like that's the type of shit. Like, bro, I might just be sitting there. I'm thinking, oh, so and so so hard. I I don't want to start this. You think back to shit like that. You go, wait, if that brother can do that, exactly, then I can definitely do this. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it was funny as well because even I think it was the day after I recorded that episode, and I think I I was literally about to. You, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but I was telling people that get my Instagram (laughs) to. This yeah, amount of followers, and I will release the episode ASAP. Mm. What happened was is that I was walking down the street, and one of my guys that I was training with at MMA, I saw him there, and we were just having a conversation, and I was just letting him know that that I was I was releasing a podcast, and he was like, "Oh, right, like, um, I want to start a podcast myself. He wanted to do one in journalism, so like, he wanted to go to the other countries and um talk, talk to people that's in like." I think he was telling me about some situations out of another country and how there was like some sort of revolution going on there. And I had no clue about it. So I was like, bro, you wow. need to execute. Whoa. Like, I was like, bro, you need to Whoa. execute that. You need to start Whoa. that. And obviously, I don't think he started it yet, but I was telling him how I did it. I told him that, listen, I was just on my way home. I recorded the episode. And in that episode, I'm basically telling you about overcoming your procrastination. I told him what the episode was about. And he was like, rah, I'm going to go home and start the podcast right now. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it was funny how the impact of the episode was there before the, the episode was even released. And I think that showed me that I was on the right path. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people, like, we, we procrastinate on ideas. And because of that, the world misses out on the greatness and the value that you can provide. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's almost an act of selfishness to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. So... If you're not executing and doing the things that you're supposed to, who's going to suffer? It's going to be you, mm. family members, your friends, the people that you don't know that you need to impact. Do you know what I mean? There's people out there that you don't know need to be impacted, but when you finally execute, they're going to come out and be like, yo, you helped me this much. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was even talking to this about today. It's like, everybody in life has um, has something that they have to do in this world. You've got, what's the word like? It's like, if you're working at McDonald's, I might be on the burger section, you're on fries. It's your job when someone orders fries to make those fries. And it's mm. my job when someone orders burgers to make those burgers. And I believe that the world, I mean, sorry, that our purpose is like whatever the order is. Mm. And you procrastinating is you not making those fries and me procrastinating is me not making those burgers and as you said who suffers me if you if you in terms of mcdonald's everybody's suffering because now the person who ordered is angry you're gonna be at your the, the the your higher employees are gonna be onto you mcdonald's you're losing the business there's a third chain reaction like it's people exactly. like, go on for on and on and on about the chain reactions like think about it if i've done if uh what's it called if uh, you've done sorry if um 
You've done the fries and you've done your order and I'm over here now taking the piss with the burger. Do you know what? Now your fries, because people like to eat things together, now the fries are getting cold and now it's as if like, now the person's going to blame you and me. Even though you did what you were supposed to do, but I didn't. I didn't play my position. Now everyone's mm. taking an L. The whole exactly. brand is looking like an L. Do you know what I'm saying? They're going to get onto everybody. Like, why are you everyone taking the piss? Well, ah, it's long time. So mm. procrastination, as you said there, is selfishness and it goes deep like, what gives you the right to 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 not do what you were supposed to do, fam? You know what I mean? Mm. And then and then you know what makes it even worse? Like people love to talk about it, like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing, I'm not doing this. I'm like, bro, if you're not doing it, then why are you talking about it? Just go and do mm. it. Keep your Literally. mouth quiet and just do it, fam. And like, what I like to say is like, if you're not gonna do it, then don't talk about it. Trust mm. me, it will help you a lot more. Trust me, trust me, trust me, man. It'll help you because. I think the reason why people get overwhelmed, like people like to see, like look at the things that I do and like and stuff like that. I think me going deep, and I remember reflecting, but I'm gonna reflect now. This is a proper conversation, but like keep reflecting on like the things I do. I think me and you, the thing, the reason why we can do so much. But me, from my personal experience, is just the fact that like when I say I'm gonna do something, I do it, and when I'm not, ah, I'll be able to do something. I won't say I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah. I heard this one example for boxing. Boxers, and you probably can talk on this more than me, but I've heard <laughs> that, I've heard that, I've heard that. Boxers don't, obviously at the beginning, maybe they need to do a few fights just to get them their name out there. But I've heard that yeah. most of the time, boxers only pick fights that they can win. 100%. Why they would wanna, a box, yeah. They want that clean track record. Yeah. They want to be able to say that they're 40 and old. Yeah. So what I've learned there is that, it's the same with me. I only pick battles that I know I'm going to win. You, you know, like that. I don't go into a fight. Mm. And I'm not talking about a real fight. I'm talking about anything and everything is a fight in life. But, like, mm. I don't go into a situation thinking that I'm not going to succeed in it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to relate it to boxing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. So, if I say I'm going to do something, if I say I believe I'm going to beat this person, like, you, bro, imagine a boxer going, like, ah, oh. like, that's what I feel like a lot of people, people do. Like, how embarrassing is it like, when people go, like, oh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat this, or they say I'm, I should be beating this guy. It's like when you, it's like when you see boxers say they're gonna fight this person, but then it never happens. They just yeah. look like a fool. You look like a, you just look like an idiot. Fool. You look like an idiot. And I think that's what it is when people are talking about things that they should be doing, but they don't do it. You just look like an idiot. Fool. You look like an idiot to yourself, and you look like an idiot to whoever else is maybe watching you. You look like an idiot. Fool. You know the people that just talk too much. Just, you just mm. talk, talking, talking, saying you're gonna do this. I used to think that if I talked it then it would happen. And also, I used to think mm. if I talked about it, people could, it would put pressure on People would mm. look and go, oh, yeah, you said you are going to do that and then I have to do it. But nah, man, it don't work. Man. Just keep it to yourself, bro. Just keep it to yourself, in my opinion, anyway. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah, surprise people with the results. Yeah. You know what they say? You know what they say? They say, you know what they say? I got this quote. It says, succeed and then, something like succeed and then tell people after. Something like that. Mm, mm. Do it, do it, then talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But you know what though, leading on leading on from what you just said, it all boils down to integrity. Because mm. at, at the end of the day, mm. at the end of the day, like you can say that you're gonna do this and do that, but Indeed. when you don't do it, people lose trust in your word. Your word loses value loses value. So every time it's bigger, you lose trust in yourself. Exactly. So not only will other people lose trust and um, lose value for the words that you speak but you will also as well you will no longer have that self-respect 
And that also translates into everything else that you do. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's all about trust. You know, you can't do something. Sorry, let me just let me just start again with that. You, you cannot. About... When it comes to trust, when it decreases, the speed of everything also decreases, and so does the cost. The cost also increases. So, let's take for example after nine eleven happened. The security at airports no longer trusted people. So what happens? The lines got longer because they had to do more forward checks, which required them to have more security, more equipment, which then also increased the costs. So when that happens, everything just becomes a lot more than it needs to be. It, whereas on the other hand, if you increase the trust, the speed increases and the cost decreases. So... But, but, oh, no. You're speaking, man. <laughs> because because what you said there about plus, I didn't eat that, you know. I didn't yeah. eat that because 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 now we're talking about a risk element. Because as you said there, the more you trust someone, however, the bigger the risk, and the more and yes, it's less cost initially, but things like 9-11 can happen where they have a disastrous cost. Why did it happen? Because people trusted too much. Yeah. Mm. But obviously, on the flip side, like you said, after 9-11, now there's more costs involved, which, mm. yes, less likely, but slower times, da 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 That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. Yeah, there's, there's, there's different interpretations, but it's like, when you flip it, when you increase the trust, the speed decreases and the cost inc um, decreases as well. Mm -hmm. So, let's take, for example... Um, you 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 have services, right? Mm. Because people trust in you, they're much more willing and much more faster when it comes to putting money into your pockets to then get your service in return because they know that this guy's legit. He's going to most likely help me out and increase my knowledge so I can then um, translate that into a higher income. People are much more willing to pay for your service because they trust you more. Mm -hmm. But if your word, if, if every time you speak, you're not sticking to what you're saying... No one's going to trust you. They're going to take you for a joke. And that's why a lot of people are failing when it comes to, especially when it comes to information-based business. Like everyone wants to start a signal group. Everyone wants to start a, a, a course, but no one trusts you. You haven't mm. built that re reputation for yourself for you to do that and expect yourself to get an influx of customers. Like for example, me and Ricky, uh, we had a sell for Fish and Pips premium channel, right? I think, I believe it was last month, we had like 40 people join in the space of I saw that. Mm. Bear in mind, it costs, I think the, the discount was 350, I believe. So it was 300 pounds, 350 pounds for each person to join, but they all put that money down straight away. We literally announced that discount within the next two days. No haggling, no, no, no haggling. what's the value? Or yeah, how none of can that. I benefit? Da, da, da. None of that, because we've got the word of mouth so other people because our, our results are so good other people talk about it so naturally they trust it already they know our character because when you think about trust it all boils down to character and competence if your character which is which includes integrity and all of these other different factors if that is up then people will trust you but if your competence is, is not there people will trust you but it will slowly fade away whereas if your competence is there but you lack the character then people, they will be a bit more cautious when, when moving with you and it might be short-term, they might start trying to hustle you and do all these different things. But if both of them are there, your character and your competence, 
it's just going to be smooth sailing. Mm. And that's why, you know, if you're a business, like let's take, for example, even Apple. People trust Apple. It's a reference mm. brand. Oof. Bro, bro, bro. What makes me laugh about Apple is like, Apple are at a point where like, People be like, yo, even if, and the people say it's a joke, but it just shows the level of trust in them, in a brand. Mm. People be like, yo, even if Apple released uh, 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 the shittest phone in the world, I'd still buy it over Android. Like, that's the kind of pe- things that, you know, and you've heard people say that, innit? You've heard, yeah. You've heard people say that, like, people be like, yo, I don't like, and, and everyone knows as well, everybody knows, like, everyone knows, come on now. Every year, Apple made the most smallest incremental difference <laughs> in the phone. However, people still buy it like it's crack cocaine. Like people, why? Because like you said, the trust, fam, the, 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 mm. the name that they built for themselves is the fact that as we were saying before, bro, when they say they're going to do something, they just do it. Yes, they make the smallest incremental differences, but Apple don't claim to be the most advanced, the, 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 this, that, were the best. There's many other, everybody knows that they're not the fastest computers. You can go get the Xeon NVIDIA graphics card and whatnot. They don't claim to have the best cameras. They don't claim to have the best, they don't really claim to have the best anything, really. But when they say they're going to do something, they just do it. And you know what the thing is? They do it well and i think that's mm. what people like about apple is the fact that that's what people yeah that's what i think uh, everyone, that's probably the one compliment that people just say about apple it's just the fact that it just what everyone say it just works it just works you know what i'm saying it's simple just, it's not yeah it's not the best camera it's not the best screen it's not the best, any of that but it just works other people want to try and do too much it's the same with it's the same with um cars and um, people talk about like um the Japanese brands, the Japanese brands don't spend any more any of the amount of marketing that American brands do in, in terms mm. of their cars. But why do people want to buy the Japanese cars? Because it just works. It just does what it says on the tin. And that's how you gain trust, man. Mm. It's that competence, man. I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, yeah. It's that competence. But not only that, but brands also add that character by doing CSR stuff. So, you know, corporate social responsibility. That's why they do charities. That's why they have, like, for example, mm. Apple. They've created that cult, yeah, but it's also, even within the the, the actual store, they'll do stuff like, um, they'll talk to their employees about diversity, mm-hmm. cultures, and that gives them that character because it makes them more interested in other things. Mm-hmm. And when you're more interested in other things, people find you more interesting. Hmm, fam, that's even, like, a real-life thing, like. 100%. People are interested... People aren't interested in people who are just doing, who are just, you know what I mean? People, sorry, people are more interested in you when you're doing other things like People just like it, like, you're an interesting person, like, instead of just saying, like, oh, what do you do with it? I just go to work. Like, that's yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's it. What you in, like, like, realistically, if you're interested in something, even if it's a niche, it's calm, there will be somebody who will be interested, even in the fact that you're passionate about it. Like, mm. let's, say, let's say, for example, I remember you uploaded that guy that, that, like, that loves trains. Yeah, that's the most random thing. It's the most niche thing, but I'm sure that there's plenty of people that follow that page, even just to see him smile, because that stuff is contagious. But I'm sure there's also a bunch of people who also love trains as well, and they'll gravitate towards him because it's such a small niche. Bro, do you know that guy has now? He's now he's now quit his job. Man, oh, bro. Yeah, he does what that. Is, time, bro. What is he? Is he moving like Carby? You know the guy that does the um. The, the, the black guy, he, I think he's from Senegal or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's nah, a, he, he's, I'm on YouTube now. Go on. Can't he's one up. of those K H A B Y. He's one of those. Oh, him, him, him. Yeah, him, him. I know you recognize his face. Like, what is he that yeah. level? Because I heard that he's like that. Something like that at the moment on TikTok. Yeah, bro, bro. Yeah, he's he's paid. Yeah, shit, man. He's paid. He's paid, and bro, all the, the guy does is just a, he just pulls the face from. Isn't it? What the <laughs> fuck? Nah, but, that's fucked, you know. Think about it like this though. You see that post that you've been making? Um, I think it was a quote by Picasso. Good mm. artists copy, copy great artists still. It's the same thing. What, basically, what he does is he steals someone else's content and then he puts his own little little unique identity into yeah. it. Do you get what I'm saying? He puts his little thumbprint into it. He, like, takes the piss out of it, innit? He'll just go yeah. in and just go, no. Bro, the game's easy for him. No, The game's man. easy. It's, it's the same thing, but, like, it's the same. It's equivalent of, you know, YouTube, how people do reaction videos. Mm. It's like that, but before it got rinsed out. So yeah. TikTok is the next one where it's going to get rinsed out. Uh-huh. Everyone's going to start doing it. Yeah. And that's going to be, like, a little cash cow for TikTok. So if anyone's out there, anyone do that, feel free to start doing it. That's the yeah, yeah. quickest way to get yourself some engagement. Some yeah. But that train, brother, though, I don't know if you, I, I'd say that, I, I believe with the train, I believe, like, because think about it, like, especially in the UK, um, trains, like, they really like the advertiser because they want more people, like, I actually read up a bit, people, uh, train companies want more people to, to take trains, they do quite a little bit of advertising, mm. you see the train line, whatnot, yeah, they want people to take more trains, you see HS2 coming in, like, forget that, don't forget that um, train companies in the United Kingdom is a privatised sector, so they're mm. a for-profit business, so they'll do everything in their power to get more trains. Now, do better than some brother on here who gets gassed about trains, Bro, the train companies are there. They're, 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 they're telling him, come here, come here. They're paying them, bro. Paying him a big bag, bro. Paying him a big bag to come, come to these Or, or you, you see a lot of those, like, um, those that were like, you know, those, like, what do you call coal power trains? And, like, yeah. um, and the, 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 those, the vintage looking ones. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're, and they, they, do, they do their little thing. Like, you can, like, you can go on those trains, but you have to pay any, like, a ticket, like, it's a yeah. attraction. So, bro, uh, him there. yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah. getting paid. He's getting paid, you know what I'm saying? The pesos, huh? The pesos, man. I think flipping, um, I think I even saw him on a movie set or something. Some, some, really? Yeah. Like, you must have had some character. You must have a, hey, he used to time travel, yeah? And he used to go inside of the Harry Potter scene when they first see the train and give himself a little cameo in it. That would be mad. Imagine if they did, like, a reboot of it and he had, like, a cameo in it. Mm. Oh, that would be <laughs> yo. But you know what? Like small opportunities, like the internet provides, will give you that op- type of opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. Like if they were to do like a Harry Potter reboot and they were to put him inside of the train as a cameo, you could do that because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Like even even when you talk, even when you look at some of the the the, the largest celebrities out there, like let's say Justin Bieber. Mm. The, Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he start from like a, I think he was doing like duets or covers on YouTube or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like when YouTube first started. Oh, that was a, that was a start of all of this. Do you know what I mean? Around that kind of era. Mm. And now we're starting to see how far it can really go. And right now, because I think it's such a, there's such a large use for it. Because mm. now we've all come become accustomed to it. Like, before you would go and tea, you would go go home, turn on the cable, 
watch something that's on TV, like on Channel 4 or something. Mm. Now, you go home, you probably go on a computer, laptop or phone, and you click on Netflix, YouTube, or scroll on Twitter as, as an alternative. Mm. Or Snapchat, if that's yeah. your thing. People don't really go on standard cable no more, and that's why that's low-key dying out. What were you saying before? You said about... And I was going, oh, yeah. What, what did you say? I have no clue. No clue, yeah. I'm going to be so honest with you. We're just, we're just bouncing from topic yeah, to we're just topic bouncing right from now. Topic. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with where it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see, you see your trading card thing. Talk about mm. that, because I can't lie. Mm. I joined a group, the, the, you know, the one where people are exchanging tickets and stuff. I find it quite interesting. I, I, I like to just learn things. I, I like to look at mm. things, just observe things and just see just see how it is. Because... Trading cards. Pardon? The trading card. You want me to talk about trading cards or ticket? Bit of both. So right. so so for, so for me, yeah. So I used to when I was younger, I used to do a little bit of ticket reselling. Like I would buy concert tickets and just resell it just mm, so I can go to the concert for free with extra mm. profit. Like that was my mindset. Every time mm. I buy something, I buy it in bulk and then I would sell it off. And then keep just a, just enough for me to 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 enjoy it. And, and I guarantee, like, from reselling, I bet you was paying off your own ticket, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was doing, bro. That's the so business. <laughs> that's the business model. That's it. That's the business. That's it, fam. All I did there. I'm just mm. teaching you how to do that. That's it. And then, in terms of the trading cup, I'm really enjoying it though. The, t- the ticket reselling is 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 lucrative, bro. It's lucrative. Mm. Especially, especially the football one. And I don't like talking about that too much, but yeah, mm. I'm not going to talk about that one too much. I'm going to just say that because I'm kind of not allowed to. But yeah, so I'm going to say the football one is lucrative. But I can talk about the other ones, event tickets mm. and whatnot. Let's talk about um, Wizkid. Wizkid, let, let's talk like, this is, this is, this is just, just, let's just talk generally what happened in the tickets and I'll tell you some stories. Um, mm. Wizkid, huge. I think everybody should know. If you're, from the, if you're listening to this from the UK, Wizkid, sorry, if you're listening to this anywhere in the world, but um, when was it? Like, is it last month or was it this month? I think it was I this think, month. I, I think it was this month. Yeah. Wizkid came to the UK to do a, uh, a concert tour, whatever you want to call it. And w- let's just, let me just explain to you the demand that this brother has because I didn't even know it was that big. The O2, I believe, is the, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, like concert venues in the UK, London. Wizkid came out for, was only supposed to come out for, um, for one, one night. But because yeah. of the demand, they had to do a second day. And because of the demand of the second day, they ended up doing a third day. That's just showing you the demand of it. And now let's, let me, let me, now let's tra- translate that to money. One brother in particular, uh, okay, so the way the O2 works is the O2, you've got your tickets and like football, you've got your uh, normal tickets down, you've got the standing, blah, blah, blah. But then you've got um, boxes. If you know about football, there's like booths boxes where there's like 18 to 25 people you yeah, know the vip like, thing yeah so in the o2 there's like um 20 or 30 of them booths yeah. boxes some of those booths are like owned by people they're like owned by families or maybe they're owned by a company so one of them might be owned by sky not one of them is like it actually is one of them's owned by sky so sky will actually like um Send it out. some of the employees you know what i mean it's like yeah okay like, yeah yeah just for like an activity like you know what i mean just to, you know yeah so they'll get the some so the um if you're working for sky and you're doing well they might be like you know when you was younger and um if you did well attendance they'll like take you out to like the theme park or something like that 
that's kind of the same stuff that they're doing with the with Sky. So like, obviously, I, I don't know how it works too much, but all I'm just saying is that family, some certain family, rich ass families will have their own booth and some, um, what you call it, companies will have their own booths. Those, and just because people are probably asking, okay, how do you get those booths? Okay, th those families in Sky, what I found out is they actually like will own that booth. They, maybe they have like contracts, multi-year contracts, but bro, they're probably paying like, Stupid numbers. I don't even want to yeah, say Yes, ridiculous numbers. Now, there are some booths, maybe five or six or seven, which are available to the general public. Some mm. available to the general public. Now, let's talk numbers. For Whiskey in particular, the retail price, so the price that it was originally um, supposed to cost, the retail price for one of the booths, I believe, was... I might, these are probably the wrong numbers, so I'm just going to just um, use examples. But the percentage increase... Be roughly correct. So for Wizkid, I believe one of the booths cost a two thousand pounds uh, retail. And think about it, that's for let's say twenty people. So each person is paying. No, 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 no. It was even. I'd argue less than, I'd argue less than that. What's your dog's name again? I forgot. Memphis. Oh, Memphis. Yeah. Yes. Excuse. Excuse his barking. He, he, I don't care. There, there, there's fireworks going on outside. <laughs> this is raw. Anyway. Um, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Um, I believe I believe that people are paying about hundred pounds. There was a cheap price. I know it's cheap, so it couldn't even be like a thousand pounds. Like the, the boots aren't actually that expensive. It could be like yeah, yeah a thousand. Honestly, for like twenty people, yeah, people might only be paying like fifty pound each. But anyway, anyway, now let's talk about market increases. Mm. One brother in particular. So look, 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 listen, 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 listen. The booth. Let's say the booth costs a thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So to get one of those booths, you need connections because they go quick. Like I said, Sky owns them and da 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 da. You need mad connections. So once somebody who's very very high up there was able to connect, get one of those booths. Cool. He got his for retail. Then I know a brother in particular who's part of my uh, ticket reselling members. He bought that booth off him. He bought that booth mm. for about three thousand pounds. Two thousand pound profit. Great. Now. That brother ended up selling that booth to another brother. And that <laughs> brother is actually, you, you know, if I say the guy's name, and I don't know if you've heard him, I'm, I don't want to say, but I'll say it off record to you. If you yeah. But that brother, he's bait, you know. So he ended up selling that booth, that one that he got for 3K. He sold it to him for 7K. Now, Ooh. crazy, right? And imagine, yeah, imagine the... Uh, that bro you know you know it's funny you know it's funny when the the guy was so when my brother was negotiating with the the bait guy the um the guy was like the the brother was telling me like he bought that ticket so fast like he's like I can't believe someone sent me seven thousand so quickly and you mm. know what the bait guy said to him the bait guy said the bait guy said the reason why I'm buying it off you so quick is because if you knew how much. I'm about to go resell it for you. Pay me. <laughs> Oi, you know what I mean, fam. <sighs> now tell me why. And then the brother was like, nah, nah, my man of my work. You tell me, like, you tell me how much you get. The brother was saying that he's gonna go resell it for like 12 racks. Flipping hell. Bro, from 1k or something. As I said before, the numbers, you know what? Let me just pull it up. I don't even want to just trash it. Easy to find Because the numbers that I'm saying. Uh, but I, I might not be correct, but the percentage increase is, whoa, 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 whoa. Someone's trying to use my name for me. I didn't even say stuff. Man. Yeah, but, nah, nah, but you think, yeah, yeah, i got to deal with that situation later. Um, mm -hmm. uh, okay, let me find a brother. Let me find a brother. Let me, I think his name is, um, I don't want to say his name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. 
He bought, yeah, let me just okay, He bought the booth tickets for uh, two bags of that, the original plug, the OG. Mm. The, but, so, retail price a thousand, OG plug probably bought it for retail price, even less, honestly. But, mm. OG bought it, he plug sold it to my brother, the guy, my member in, in the ticket reselling for 2K. Mm. 2K. And I ended up selling it to the bait guy for 4K. And then the big guy was like, yeah, if you knew how much I'm going to sell it for, you cry. And that guy ended up selling it to, for, let me see, 7K fam. Mm. Healthy. Healthy bro, return bro, 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 bro. And, it's, and bro, we're talking like one trade, like not nothing's happening. Just literally, just that, like that. Like, think about like, like that's why, that's why like, people talk about like that's why like sometimes I, I, that's that you know stuff like that has happened to me stuff like that has happened mm. to me as well because because like i told you the guy's bait remember i told you the guy's bait yeah. so for him it was kind of like it is an easy money opportunity for him because he was like oh you're selling this beef for 4k he probably heard someone say i'm looking for a booth i'll pay any amount someone goes oh i'll pay 7k for it. he bought it for him for 4k he made a quick 3k profit he uses three thousand mm. pounds probably ever saw in his life you know what mm. i mean Three thousand pounds, just like that. Just like that. Just like that. And the reason why I'm just talking about it, just showing you the the money. In it. Another example, quickly, then I'll let you reflect on it. Is with the ah, uh, I said I don't want to talk about the football, but I'll just quickly give you an example. Okay, let's not. Okay, one ticket in particular, twenty pounds. Twenty pounds. Everyone knows how much football teams cost. Twenty pounds, bro. It ended up getting resold eight hundred and fifty pounds. Bro, bro, because of, you know what? It was one of those, it was like a deal, same deal. Because I helped my members too. Because everyone knows that I am the bait one. So I helped mm. my members too. And guess what? I ended up finding that connection. It was lit. You know, stuff like that is, is the best moments for me. Because like, everyone's, a, everyone's a winner, bro. Everyone's a big winner, bro. Everyone's a mm. big winner. We, a, a lot of people do that in the ticket recently. We all help each other like that. We all help each other find deals. So, so Some of my members are making money not from even getting the tickets for retail. So they're doing what I just told you there or they're doing what I just told you there in regards to the whiskey. Some of them are, someone's advertising the ticket for 100. They bought it for 50 pounds. And okay, okay. I, I, I've bought a ticket for retail for 50 pounds, a concert ticket, and I'm trying to sell it for, for 100 pounds. You, mm. Zach, have got a buyer for 120. You will come to me and go, all right, I'll give you 80 pounds, 90 pounds. Heck, you might even give me 100 pounds, but then you go end up selling it for 120 because you found a buyer. That's a quick 20 pounds in your pocket without doing anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what some members are doing as well. Some members are out here just chopping, just doing that. In fact, they're letting, so they're letting other people do the work for them, buying the tickets, and they're just finding buyers. It, it's great, man. It's honestly, it's great. Mm. Yeah. And I'm guessing that when you do this as well, you have to like build relationships with the people that you're selling to as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You build relationships. If you, if you want to get like a long-term buyer kind of thing mm. or a seller. Mm -hmm. That's natural. That's natural. Mm. As we was talking about before, as long as you stick to your words, as long as you say you're going to do what you're going to say, what was we saying about Apple? As long as you just do, you just you just work, and your name mm. is your, your bond, you, you, it just happens naturally. You don't need to force anything. Just everybody knows what the MO is. You said you was going to get me a ticket. Cool. If I know that you're my guy now for tickets, I'm always going to come to you, see? Mm, just like you man. was talking about with, with, with what you was doing with Ricky and Fishing Pips everybody mm. knows what you're on nobody needs to ask we don't need no fucking LinkedIn we don't need no fucking YouTube trailer video you know that's the, some of the things that people like to over deep I need a business card or, no we don't need any of that everybody in the street knows that yo I'm not gonna say the street I just mean like word of mouth yeah, yeah, word of that. mouth <laughs> everyone just knows that yo Ricky and Ricky and Zach produce Fishing Pips 
just what he says on the team. Simple. Mm. They don't they don't waffle, they don't whatever, fam. That's it. Mm. Crypto Forex. We're there. Talk to him, man. Talk to talk to him about Ricky <laughs> Because I've heard I've heard about Ricky and fishing Pips. I, I know everything from Ricky's side, but you tell me, you talk to me about fishing Pips, how you got in. I don't actually know, you know. I tried to get it out of Ricky yet. No, you tell me from <laughs> how did you how you got started and um, oh yeah actually no I think you was telling me about fishing pips yeah yeah we did do a sit down yeah you were telling me yeah like, we, we, you me. and I you and I had a sit down but the, the general public doesn't know so so basically um when I first got got started in, in forex I started with a network marketing company called obviously everyone knows I am I am Academy or IMO which is what it was called back then but the problem is back then is I learned all of the information that they gave off which is fine I'm very appreciative of it. I will always be grateful for it. But the problem is, is that because I was 17 when I joined them, they had banned my account from the network marketing side. So I had gotten them, I had gotten them clients to, I think I had, you know how they have their ranking system. There's that P150, P600. And it's basically like, if you get to P600, for example, you would get paid 600 pounds every single month just for having those people that you put into the business. I was like, cool. I was 17. I just got P600 within like four weeks of being inside of IMO, or I think it might have been two months for that. And I was chilling. However, they weren't paying me. So then it came to a point when I had to separate myself from the business because they weren't paying me. Over time, I just went solo. I was trading by myself, learning how to trade. Um, I learned through a few other friends as well. Uh, for example, Harry Dillon, my guy Mitt, Nero. They all helped me along the way and a bunch of other people as well. I've gone through different courses and I finally got myself to a point where I was able to trade by myself. But before then I had joined, I think Ricky was doing a service with, um, with some other people that I knew as well that were also traders. Mm. And for some reason, I'm not entirely sure why you'd have to ask Ricky at a later date or something um, off the record, but I think the, the service was discontinued, mm -hmm. but I, I had paid for, uh, an, ex an extra month or something like that so I, I reached out to Ricky I was like yo Ricky um, I just paid to join blah 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 um, the service is good but it's just you know what's going to happen now I've just paid and I'm going to need some sort of compensation kind of thing he was like you know what cool we'll do this if you bring me I think he said two or three clients for fish and pips I will give you free access to fish and pips I was like cool because I had built that reputation from before when I was doing IML because mm -hmm. I was also selling that service, people knew I was trading for like a year or two already. They kind of already trusted me. So when I came out with this new thing called Fish and Pips, they were like, what's this? You know what, I'm ready to buy because I had that character and I had the competence because I was building up my, my brand from before. I was mm. building the relationship. Where, where were you building it? I was mainly building it on Snapchat, a little bit on Instagram, but I was mainly focused on Snapchat because that's the, just the app that I was using the most and found the easiest to use as well. So... Through doing so, I got him the, the people that I needed as soon as possible. I think it was in like a space of like a, a couple days or something like that. I literally bought new classes to me. He was like, wow, that was quick. You know what? Let's do this. If you bring me more people, I'll pay you X amount. So I was like, cool. I started bringing in people consistently. And then he started to see the value. As, as I was bringing more people, he was paying me more and more and more and more. And then it got to a point where... He also was seeing my character as long as I was seeing his. So we both trust each other and we both know that cool. Like we both have integrity and we both have competence. Therefore, we may as well 
continue and push this further and build a partnership. So we met up, we spoke, we talked talked about how we're gonna move forward and doing things. And that's how I initially I, I eventually became a partner of Fish and Pips. And we basically I basically grew the business from alongside with Ricky from I believe it was like 70 people in it before. Mm. Now we're reaching 600 subscribers for Fish and Pips lifetime. And that's in a space of I think a year or a year Whoa. and a bit. So when you think about it like well, that, it's like, again? um, right now, let me quickly check. Bro, We've I remember got... when you and were like on 300, fam. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> we got, we moved fast, man. It's 587 subscribers now. Whoa. And when, when I nah, first nah, joined nah, him, it was on, like 50 on, to nah, 70 nah, people. Yo, what the hell? <laughs> nah, it just shows you've been putting in that word, my boy. Because you remember, yo, what the hell? I remember when you had maybe even like 200 and you were selling it for like 150, didn't it? That was in, I believe, December 2019, 2020. So within the space of a year, we doubled that. Whoa. Nah, yo. The work's been putting in from yo. Bro, that's, that's the exp- that's, that's the ex- exponential growth though. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. But, um, so moving from on from there, um, me and Ricky, Ricky basically, he knew he knows that I trade as well. Mm-hmm. So he was seeing the. I, I have a on Telegram. I had this thing called. Um, it's just called Wing with Zach. It was kind of like my trading journal. I, I, need actually, ask, I need to ask how you got that name as well. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> I just came up with it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like my ethos, and I want people to win with me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's it's it's like how Rick Cross's Instagram name is Rich Forever because he wants okay. to be rich forever. He's manifesting. Mm-hmm. I'm manifesting people winning with me by. I've manifested that Bezos, Jeff Bezos, richest man in You see what I'm saying? You yeah, manifested yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, now he's on my case. <laughs> literally, he's on your case. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. You hear me? <laughs> but yeah, so because he, he uh, fishing pips and stuff. Yeah, so because he we had built that trust with one another, we he he was he was letting me handle payments and stuff like that. And I was showing him that you can trust me with money, you can trust me with doing different tasks. And he thought, cool, let me make this guy a partner. We became partners over time. He started to see my trades in the in my trading journal. And I think he thought, oh, right, this guy's actually good at trading. Let me start building a service with him now and see what he can do. So that's when we came up with the HF channel. And I can't lie. At that time, I wasn't even confident in myself as a trader. Mm. But he was confident in me. And he said, you know what, let's do it. And because I'm one of those people where, as you can tell by the first episode of my podcast, if I'm procrastinating, I just tell myself, just do it. Like, it doesn't matter if you're prepared or not, just do it. You'll learn over time. So I was like, cool, let me just jump into this. And then between now and then, I believe the HF channel has made... So basically, if you, if, if you guys don't know, the HF channel is basically um, scalp and intraday forex trades. And what we do is we basically, I basically send in signals and people can take advantage of them. Usually we, we, we hold the trade between a few minutes to a few hours, maybe even a couple of days. But... When we first stopped, um, did the business, we did a kind of like a freebie. So we just did a free chat. Everyone can join in. We had about 500 people join in. And then everyone was experiencing the different signals that we had to offer. And then after that month was done, we offered, okay, cool. You guys have had a freebie. You guys have gone to, gone to experience a new service and see what value we have to provide. 
this is what we're charging now for the service if you would like to continue if you like to continue pay by blah 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 six months later now half a year pretty much well touching half a year later we've run up roughly 130 percent since then in forex wow. and if you guys don't do forex that's a good amount that's healthy Fam, but that's generally like healthy. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's, you don't have to be in Forex, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, people, people are used to the crypto, innit? So people are used to like seeing 400%, 100% crypto. But in Forex, it's a lot more difficult to achieve the same thing due to the um, less, less volatility. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So when it comes to Forex, getting even 20% a month is, is more than a blessing. Yeah. So, you know... After that, looking back now, I'm like, yo, I'm so glad I made that decision to just push through it. Because there was a part of me that was going to tell him, yo, bro, I don't think I'm ready yet or I was going to delay it. But I was just like, nah, I'm going to start today. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that has shown through me that fuck procrastination. That shit is just you shooting yourself in the foot. It's self-sabotage. Unless if you genuinely think you're not ready for it and you think it's it's like a life or death situation and you think, nah, maybe I should take a different route. Fair Mm -hmm. enough, but... In certain situations, you have to give yourself the extra push because no one else will. Fam, shout out to Ricky. Really, again, this I think I already know what this podcast will be called. Well, I know personally. I know I'm gonna just put just talking about trust bro, and shit like that. I think the, the speed of trust. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we'll name it the same shit if you want. Uh, because you know what, I'm, watch, I'm gonna gas you now because Ricky, fam, I can just see he trusts you, fam. Like Ricky, he, he's got nothing but. Love for you, where he just, he, he, I think he even did on the podcast. He's like, yo, shout out to Zach, you know, because you know what he was, because he was talking, yeah, because before he was talking about another brother, how he did him over. He was talking, I don't know if you know about that brother. Yeah, um, yeah, kinda, yeah. Yeah, he did him over. He was doing this, da, 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 just, yeah, bad businessman, uh, business, bu- businessman. And, mm. and then, and he's like, and he was like, yo, ever since I've met Zach, like, no issues. He's like, yo, mm-hmm. no issues. And I think another thing is, what from what I see, because I'm also in Fishy Pips, shout out to Fishy Pips, I'm also in I think I can see that you're more the face of the brand and Ricky's more, he actually does the, he's more giving the signals. I know you give the signals. Yeah. But in but terms I'm, of like, in terms of like, what I mean, what I mean by that is that like, um, you've, you're, you've got more strength in getting people in. He's got, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, basically, yeah. Basically, the premium channel and the swings channel, Ricky handles that. HF channel, I handle that. Yeah, to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. So flipping. Yeah, everyone just basically what I'm just trying to say is that you play your position well. Everyone is playing their position well, and he fully, fully, fully uh, trusts you in that. And it's just that's just how things go smoothly. And I think you know what? And I think because of that, that's why you've done what you've done. The numbers you've done, you've gone from. 70 odd to 600 because trust fam and it's like when re- when you have a relationship like that like you were saying with the airport mm. when you have the trust things go smoothly they go mm-hmm. quicker you make more money there's less costs for you and the business mm-hmm. which means that you can make more profit you know there's a lower exactly. there's a lower bottom line which means you can make more profit i mean shit just goes easy man very easy easy and it's like these nowadays though Everybody's trying to. Everybody's. I think that's the reason. We use that that phrase. UK. Oh, sorry again for people who are, the, who are not from the UK. I always would like to say UK. I think people like to say that because trust them. Everybody's trying to always do some underhanded tactic. Everyone's always trying to do some sort of. 
They have an ulterior yeah. motive. Yeah, everyone's got some sort of um, ulterior motive in that. So it's like, yeah, man, trust because people got done over. Talk to me about what you think about like when somebody does do you over. Because a lot, you know, you see a lot, especially in romantic relationships where so and so happens and then um, now people feel like they can't trust anybody anymore. Talk to me about that. Like, what do you. I have a lot to say about it. I can't lie. I've been through a lot of pain, man. Yeah. Um, a lot of people yeah. have done me dirty. A lot of people have abused my trust. And what, in romantic or just any type of relationship? Any type of relationship. Mm. Like, like, for example, there's been times when I might have a friend and I lend them money and then they run away with it type mm. thing. Happened to me multiple occasions. Shit. But the thing is, is that this is something I read in, I, I believe in, it's in a book called The, the Rules of Wealth by Richard, Richard Templar. Fantastic book. If you're interested in building wealth, I 100% recommend buying it and reading it. It's, there's a section in the book that says give and give often. But if you can give your money, then by all means give your money. But if you cannot afford that, give with your heart. And it also details that if you're going to give to somebody, don't expect to get it back. Like Give it with no expectation of return. Do you get what I'm saying? Because in most scenarios... It just leads to problems. People will run away with your money and do whatever. So now, whenever I give somebody something, I don't re- expect anything. I don't. Yes. I barely even ask them for yes. for for extra. I mean, I say, listen, you can either just have it all, or you can return it at the normal amount. It just depends on what you want to do in it. Like, if you're trying to give some something to someone, don't say, oh yeah, cool. You can have this gift, but it's gonna come with these terms and conditions. Do you get what I'm saying? And especially when it comes to family and money. And friends, most of the time, people aren't good with it. Because, you know, if they're even in that position to begin with, where they have to, you know, request it from you, most of the time, they might have to do some shasty things to to kind of survive. And I don't blame them. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things where you have to understand that this person's going through their own thing. Sometimes it might not even be about you. Don't take it personally. Because... At first, you want to take a person, like you, your pride and ego gets me. You're like, nah, why is this person taking me for a dickhead? Like, what should I run up on them? Should I do this and should I do that? But then sometimes I just had to sit back and just be like, you know what? That's not even worth the consequences that will come with it. I may as well just sit down, let them do their thing, let karma catch up to them. Because at the end of the day, more money will flow to me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's also that abundance mindset because yes, oh, whilst. <laughs> So, so, so because I'm, I have that abundance mindset of, yeah, you can have, you can try to run away, but either way, I'm going to be good. It's like, cool, you can run off of my bread and do whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you will end up coming back and apologizing and you will wish that you did not sever that relationship. Because that's another thing as well. You have to set the boundary. It's like, cool, that person's done this, but do not accept that person back into your life. You know, humans are not stupid, you know. People They're think not that, stupid. Like, 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 even myself, like, forget about before I start saying something like, before I say something like, oh, um, when people do, basically what I'm trying to say is that when people do something, they're not stupid. Like, I had this conversation, I don't even know if I had it with you, but I had it with somebody and it was like, when people are making, fun, like, for example, when, 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 when we're making fun of somebody, yeah, we're making fun of somebody in the group, you know, we make fun of some boys, especially, you know, we're making fun of someone in the group. Um, mm. We, we will take advantage of that. If that person doesn't say anything after you make yeah. fun of them, yeah, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep, you will be the laughing stock of the group. You will be the joker. 100%. In fact, in, in all groups, there's that, there's the one joker, there's that one person. And there's nothing wrong with that if you can take it. Because obviously, mm. everybody's got their own limits. But as you said, 
boundaries because everyone's got their own boundary. As we said, 100%. as I said, I don't like when people say uh, you can't do this, you can't do that, especially with the podcast. Because like I said, yeah. there's a different. Maybe me and Zach, it's a little bit different. You can say stuff to us, we're not really gonna take it on. But there's other people. You say one thing and they're not gonna do it anymore. And I, yeah. that's why, that's why I'm, I really do hate negativity, fam. I hate mm. it because everybody's got a different level he's got a different level certain people you make fun of them one time you, and you also you don't know what you might have said you might have said that your mom's joke and their mom's dead fam do you know what i'm saying like yeah peak fam is peak you, so, so obviously if they say don't do that that's there but you know what's peak is that as you said you need to enforce those boundaries because some people um they'll make a joke as i said the mom might have happened so it might not happen to their mom but then they don't say anything because they feel like oh it's just a joke no man, say say what's your boundary, bro, and let mm. everybody know. Do you know what I? You know I'm the type of friend. Me, yo, I I love it when people tell me no. You know, I love it when my friends tell me no because mm. I'm, yeah, I love it when I say yo, can we go do this? And they're like, no, fam, I've got to do something else. And and I'm like, bro, it's like yo, this is good shit, man. Like man knows his time, <laughs> friend knows his time, and it's like it's good fucking shit. This is a boss, bro. Do you get yeah. me? I love that shit. Because it's like, yeah, but the brother knows how to say no to man. And it's like, because sometimes I do find it a bit annoying when, like, it doesn't happen too much often now, but, like, before, like, you might say, when you're trying to be on your shit and, 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 and you're telling people no and then they have a hissy fit about it, it's like, bro, why do I have to explain myself? Like, can I just say no? And like, me, if you tell me no, fam, I will not ask you. I will not ask you no. why and whatnot. You said no, that's it. That's it. Like, that's it, man. Yeah. The, the only time when I'll press you is if, Let's say if you're coming to my house and I offer you food or a drink, I'll say, are you sure? Because some people just oh, well, are too polite. Do you know what I mean? They, they don't want to accept things at first, but if I ask them again, oh, so I will feel that sure. they really want it. Huh? Uh, so what? Like when someone asks you, yes, say yes. You say, you're sure. are you sure after? Yeah, I might say, oh, are you sure? Depending on the context. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, let's take, for example, if I'm going to the club or something and somebody oh, you mean says that they don't. If they say no initially. Yeah, if they say, if they say, if they say no initially, but that's just out of manners. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 Sometimes yeah. I might say, are you sure? Just to double check, give yeah. them give them another chance. Because some people okay. say it out of like, it's just their first response. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then afterwards, they're like, nah, you know what? I kind of do want I that. Okay. Yeah, they don't want to step back on what they said. Like, are you sure? Like, you know, like you can have some if you want. Like, if you want to, if you want some food, you can. I'll, I'll get you some food. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, nah, I would say... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. What I'm, I think what I'm saying, yeah, it's different to you. What you're saying is great. I think people should do what you're saying there. What I just want to meant, meant was flipping... Um, when people, they'll give a reason. No, people will give a yeah. reason. No, because I'm but, doing X, Y, Z. And usually, exactly. what makes me happy is when people say, like, uh, it's something that's going to grow them. Nah, I just want to read my book today, or I'm tired, or I just want to see today. Like, cool, like, I'm not going to pressure you. Like, you do your thing. I like it. Uh, I, I'm happy to know that you're doing your things. You get me? You're doing whatever kind of self-improvement thing that you got going on there. You're doing it. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. so usually, yeah, it comes with a reason. When my, my friends give me a reason, like, I might ask you to come out and you're like, nah, bro, I'm, 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 I'm practicing MMA. You didn't yeah. Make me happy. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Thing there. This is good shit. Yeah. Even though yeah. I feel bad because uh, you might feel bad because uh, you didn't get to hang around with your friend, but knowing that you're doing something that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, much more fulfilling in the future. Man, even when I hear some of my friends, like, yo, now I'm spending time with my significant other. I'm like, yeah, this is good shit, man. Like, yo, you yeah. time. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Like, you want that relationship to continue, bro. I'm a big like, I want people to win from, you know 100%. Saying? And you know what? You got, Sometimes you've got to be mindful of the people that can't take it when you say no as well, because them people there will... They're trying to they're trying to inflict their will into your life, even though... What do you mean? You, 
like for example, let's take for example, if if in your example, like you was just like, oh, one of your friends would say, like, oh, I'm 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 chilling with, I'm spending time with my significant other. It's almost like, oh man, you never spend time with me. And, oh, you know what I'm saying, oh no, nah, bro, you should come out, you should ditch them. Nah, forget that. Like that's when people influence your mind to do things that you know you shouldn't do. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like with people like that, you have to be mindful of them because sometimes they will put plant a little seed of thought into your mind. And when they and as they water that seed, it's gonna eventually flourish. And it might not be the seed that you want. So you gotta be mindful of the seeds that's planted into your mental garden. I hate that shit, man. When people say, "Ah, oh, you could, uh, you don't spend time with me, bro." Like I said to you, the type of person I get gas, bro. Yeah, yeah. So how, how would you? How would you then? What? 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 Let's, let's give, give some tips of how people can counteract that. Because cool, you you you've highlighted the problem, but how can someone counteract that? What well, as in not being able to say no? Mm, because obviously you said they planted that seed in you and obviously that can start messing with your head. <clears throat> so how can they kind of, you know, how can they kind of um, work with that? Because obviously the seed's been planted now, but how can, you know, what kind of, what would you tell to somebody who's now like, oh, every time, I mean, yeah, uh, without, yeah, what, what would you say to someone? Like, I think it, time, yeah, go on. I it's think it, what kind of mindset should you be having going into that kind of situation? I mean, everything at first, it all comes to self-awareness. You have to first be self-aware of the thoughts that come into your head. Like, for example, you might think something sometimes and it might be the maddest thought. Like, for example, let's take, for example, when I'm, when I was in the MMA fight, right? There's a lot of people, you can see everyone starting to get nervous. Me personally, I didn't really get nervous because I had that full belief in myself. I was sitting there visualizing my victory and feeling the emotion. You know what I'm saying? And and you could see that in my performance. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm However, talking about see you beforehand where you were just very relaxed. Like I kept asking yeah. you, like, yeah, I was like, why is this guy so chill? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, like, I could see that like, a lot of people, they were nervous. Do you know what I'm saying? They were, like, they were fidgeting. They were, like, you can see in their face the fear that was starting to overcome them. And that comes from that thought. But when that thought comes, you have the opportunity to accept and identify with that thought or you have the opportunity to reject it. Most people, they just, they just, they unwillingly or willingly accept it and identify with it. But then that's where it comes, it becomes a problem because once you begin to identify with it, you start acting. Do you get what I'm saying? Because your thoughts turn into the actions and then the actions are reflected in the results. So it kind of goes into the, a kind of a circle. So it's like thoughts, actions, results, and then the results go into the thoughts and then back into action and then more results. So that's where it becomes a downward spiral. So that's why I kind of, I, I meditate to keep, to make sure that my mind is clear and I'm also aware and mindful of the different things that I'm thinking of at different times and different things that I'm doing because most of the things that we do are subconscious. Most of the things we think are subconscious. We think thousands of thoughts per day, but most of the thoughts that we're thinking are beating ourselves up. And then it's even worse when then someone else comes in and they start beating you up with their voice, with the words that they're speaking. That's now inf infiltrating into your mind, and now you you begin to like. Let's take for example, when I was younger, for example, I had I had, I had a sticky relationship with my dad. Right, he passed away when I was sixteen. But before then, if he was to get into arguments or something, he would be like, "Ah, oh, you're you're a waste, man. You're you're this, you're that, you're lazy." I could have identified with those thoughts. In fact, I did for a long time, but when I started to meditate, I started to reflect back and be like, hold on a second. My past doesn't have to be my future. I can now reject these thoughts and ideologies that were put into my head and programmed into me. And I can then program my own ideologies in.
to become who I want to be rather than who somebody else wants me to be. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So even in a situation when you're, it, it translates into pretty, like, pretty much anything, but let's say, for example, you're out and about and you told yourself you don't want to drink and then your friend offers you a drink and he says no. And then, uh, I mean, you say no. And then he offers you again, nah, have a drink. And they're pretty adamant on it. And then they start trying to convince you and whispering in your ear like, oh yeah, you, you should do it. Have a good time, have a night off. Do you know what I mean, you work hard, you deserve it, this and that. But then in yourself, you know that if you take this drink and you get drunk, you're not gonna wake up the next day to perform at your highest and optimum. You're not gonna be able to show up tomorrow because you're gonna wake up late or you're gonna be groggy and you're gonna be in a bad mood and you won't be able to hit the charts and trade and execute to your fullest. If you take that drink, that's the choice that you make. And this person is telling you in your ear that you deserve it. You should take the time off. You work hard, blah, 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 blah. In some situations, it's cool to have a little celebration. However, if you know that it's going to go against what you want to achieve, why would you listen to that other person? Why would you identify with that thought that that you should have this break right now? Why don't you delay that for another time when you don't have to show up somewhere tomorrow? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And I think people get caught up in that. People get caught up in the different words that other people are placing into their heads. And I think that's why also people get affected by bullying as well, because they identify with those thoughts. It becomes, um, I don't know if you know about it, but in, I, used to do, I used to study sociology and there's mm. this thing called self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. I'm not sure if you know about it. And there's also something called the Pygmalion effect. So no, that, that? Yeah, you've heard about that? No, I haven't heard about that. So what's that? Oh. It, it, it's basically self-fulfilling prophecy, but they're basically the, the Pygmalion effect is how it affects students. So, for, so for example, um, inside of a school, if a teacher's calling and labeling a student as a naughty student and a loud mouth student, that student would then identify with that. And over time, they'll kind of program themselves to then begin to act like that. Do you get what I'm saying? So you see how a small seed of thought in your mind can influence you at a later date. And then that, come, that translates into your actions and it goes into the results. And then it just goes into a big spiral. And it's you know even, what I'm saying? Yeah, like just looking back, I can just see how wow, how crazy was that? Kid, teachers would be like, "Oh, that's that naughty boy. That's that mm. naughty boy." Over, 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 over again. Oh, naughty boy, naughty boy, naughty mm. boy. Damn, like you said, there. It's like, what are you actually doing to help fix this person? Like, ah, it's like prison system, isn't it? How they say, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, in prison, uh, and and the, and the security guards are talking down on the inmates as if they're humans instead of trying to build them up. That's how I feel like there's there's a lot of reforms that could go on inside of different institutions, like for example, the educational system, prison, all different sorts of places, because how you're spoken to and how you're treated will influence you. Mm-hmm. And when you feed people hate, they will respond with hate. But when you feed people with love, mm. it might take them a while at first, but most of them will respond back with love. And respect. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And some people would say, "Go, go." Ha! I like what you said there. Yeah, most people will respond back with love, and like, especially so. You can even get to the point where if you, this can go deep because like, people. Some people, yeah, you might respond with love, but they've got some hate. But honestly, it can get to a point where you just show this person, and it goes back to me for abundance mindset, where you can show this person so much love, eventually they will just click on, like, when we talk about abundance mindset, where you was talking about giving money, like, I'm identical with you. When I give money, that's gone. When I give anything, I don't expect anything back. 
and you mm. can do whatever you want to me, fam. That's on you. That's on your conscience. Me, I know I'm good. I'm mm. right. I'm okay. You've done your I'm, part. Yeah, I've done my part. I'm asleep well at night. If you want to do me dirty, go ahead, mate. That's your thing, innit? I'm okay, fam. As long as you don't mess with my name, fam. Anything else, I'm good, fam. Especially if you don't me, my family, I'm good, bro. Do whatever you want, fam. You can mm. go not ever pay me back. You can you can say you was going to do something and don't do it. Cool. I'm just not going to give you money again. I'm not going to exactly. uh, uh, do business with you again or, or any type of relationship. And I just wanted to say that, and I think I want to end it here because um, I just want to keep it short and sweet and just give the most value. But I just wanted to add yeah. that. And you can finish, but I just wanted to add quickly that um, it goes deep, man. And you know that quote where they say it's easier to like rate, uh, teach children than it is to like change your adult? Because once you get to an adult, you kind of get set in your ways. And when I, yeah. when, and what I want to add is that, like, in terms of the prison and teachers, a lot of them are just kind of directing the negativity that they're getting at home. So with the prison guard, you don't know what's going on in his home yeah. life, all sorts of negativity. So most of them are trying to the catch place. up with the bills and that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Financial struggles and all they sorts. Go. And it's just a place for them to express. And same mm. with teachers. I think we definitely all know teachers who just, you were like, why are you so angry, fam? Like, all the time. Literally. You get me? Like, all the time, you're so angry. Like, where is this coming from? Like, when you look back, especially, like, back then, you just thought, oh, that was just that teacher. But when you look back, now that we're adults, fam, now that I'm, like, I'm at an age where, you know, even we could be teachers. Like, actual teachers, it's weird thinking about it, but I could actually be a teacher in a school because I've got friends who are teachers. I'm like, it's weird sometimes thinking, wait, you teach? What, secondary mm. school teachers? Like, it's, it doesn't feel that long ago, even though it was a long yeah. ago in school. But it's weird knowing that I've got friends who are teachers. I bet you have some, might have some friends who are teachers. Yeah. My mum's a teacher. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's just weird thinking that, like, and it's like, and, and, and like, when I speak to my friends, they're like, yeah, like, I enjoy it. And I think it's because, and I think I even hear some, some, I think that's how a lot of teachers started out, maybe, like, in the beginning. That's why those younger teachers that we used to have, they were sick. I don't know about you, but my younger teachers in my school, they were sick. They were Yeah, it's because they're more relatable, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say it's just the fact that they're not... What I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is that, like, the older teachers, I feel like it's like, yo, bro, I've been doing this for, like, the last 20, 30 years, bro. Mm. Like, as you, as you get older, you get more responsibility and life kind of just, it's not exciting, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, yo, them man were just, like, them man were only doing it for the, for the, for the, for the money. And it's like, they just yeah. reach the point where, like, yo, they're just tired, fam. It's yeah, like, they're, they're, they're relying on it for their pension and all sorts, uh, do you know what I mean? Stuck, stuck to their job. Yeah, shit. Golden handcuffs, that's what someone said. <laughs> yeah, I like that phrase. Yeah, yeah. Someone said it. First time I heard it now. Selling video is sick, man. Golden handcuffs, man. Serious. Golden handcuffs, man. Golden handcuffs. What I want to end it on is something as simple as this. End it on a lot of people. So people can reflect here. A lot of people are focused on having, but it's not about that. It's about who you become. That's what I'm gonna leave it as. Yeah, I want to. I want people to reflect upon that quote and really think about that. Think about who you want to become. You know, who, how will we get people to trust you? But not only doing that, how will you maintain your integrity in doing so? Do you get what I'm saying? Because there's people that walk all over other people and do them dirty, but that only comes back to you. At the end of the day, like when you make your your these selfish decisions, it will come back to you. I've had people run away with, with my money. And then years later, they come back to me apologizing and large up those people for even doing so because when they when they came up to me, they they came up and came with respect and they were truly sorry for it. 
and they also gave back the money that they took or not necessarily took but didn't give back and we just left it at that we left it cordial but i could tell you that in between that time frame with him between them doing me dirty and them coming clean and apologizing that little gap in their life they went through hell and that's what i mean when i say whenever someone does me dirty i don't mind because life will teach them why they shouldn't have done that because during that time when they needed my help they could have come back for more if they just stay righteous to begin with do you get what i'm saying and it's kind of like you don't you shouldn't bite the hand that feeds you and that all all comes down into your character your integrity and your competence as well so again it's not about having it's about who you become it's not about having it's about who you become Black Bezos, win with Zach. Make sure you go follow the higher what? Sorry, sorry. School of Higher Thoughts. School of Higher Thoughts podcast. The Black Bezos Daily. Make sure you're getting on there, man. And yo, that's it, man. Look, win with Zach. Yo, we're just we're out here, man. We're out here. Take it in man, take it in. This is just a casual conversation of two two brothers just having a casual conversation, man. Just whatever you need to go do, do it, man. Stop the procrastinating. Stop that. it. I said, stop it. Stop. <laughs> 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 Zach is so serious. <laughs> voice, he's so serious. Manly voice. Stop it. Like a teacher. Like a teacher. <laughs> but yeah, listen, everyone, if you don't know already, it'll be in the description, but follow Black, Black Bezos daily. His Twitter and Instagram will be in the description when I upload this as well. Um, obviously, my other social medias will be there as well for you to follow if you want to stay updated with content and other empowering content, of course. And yeah, man, have a blessed day. Stay, man. Stay up. And, and keep winning, man. Keep succeeding. Keep doing what you need to do, man. Don't, don't flop. Never give up. Let's go. Cool.